Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to GG in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Thank you for joining me on my podcast today. In June, a couple of anniversaries I want to talk about. One 25 years ago, one 50 years ago, and they could not be more different than marking these occasions. Um, Saw a really interesting little story, though, I'm going to start with, on Slate, and it was a a mother writing about her concern for her 14-year-old daughter, not in the way that you usually think a mother of a 14-year-old daughter would be concerned. Her daughter continues to wear a mask to, to school. And the mother went on to say the family is fully vaxxed, all their friends are vaxxed, no one is uh, at high risk, the the pandemic is trending down and people are not wearing masks as much. People are still wearing them under certain conditions, of course. But this, this 14-year-old daughter of hers, she was very concerned, why do you continue to wear a mask? What's the reason? Go ahead and wear the mask, but why are you wearing the mask? And the reason she's continuing to wear the mask is what concerned the mother, because the mother, rightly so, in my opinion, wants her daughter to begin to interact with people normally again, and the daughter doesn't want to. She wants to continue to wear her mask because she does that it protects her from having to talk to people, interacting with, with people at school. And But drilling down what the mother really discovered was it covers her acne breakouts around that part of her face. And her mother tried to tell her, also rightly so, blocking your face the way you are is going to cause more breakouts. And that is very true. She cannot convince her daughter the importance of try wearing your mat, not wearing your mask during lunch to slowly get back into facing people again. I never thought about that in the in the realm of wearing a mask, how it protects you. Yeah, during the height of the pandemic, it was great. I'd put on a little mascara, put the mask on, and away I went. The daughter doesn't want to wear makeup. And the mother said her friends that also have these acne breakouts, like we all do. I had them. I, I lived for Clearasil back in the day, in my day. It was like makeup. You dotted it on. You went on. Everybody had a breakout here and there. Mine were not bad. I was very fortunate in that way. But certain times, I would have breakouts. And I did wear makeup, but I wore CoverGirl. And back in the day, CoverGirl was very cheap. Plus, it was great for teens because it had noxema in it. And that also helped your face. This young girl does not want to wear makeup like her friends, to cover her acne. She'd rather wear this mask. And the mother was really asking for advice. What should I do? How should I help her begin to lose the mask? And I I just found it very compelling, very interesting. I understand both sides. I understand the young girl, and I understand the mother's concern. However, I think we all need to do a better job of interacting again in the world and not hiding behind social media, sitting on our our devices, whatever those are, to communicate. Back to 
being together with people you care about. I mean, there are people I will avoid like the plague. I am not interacting with them under, you know, mask, no mask, any circumstances. I have no interest. But a few people, yeah, learn how to learn how to be in the world and of the world again. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Now let's move on to these anniversaries. Sex in the City, the show, had their is having, they're in the middle of having their 25th anniversary, and they're marking that by having a big event uh, in New York at 477 Broadway from June 8th through June 11th. It sounds kind of weird and pretentious, to tell you the truth, this pop-up experience where you, you have to make reservations. Interestingly enough, I could not find pricing on it, if there is, and there has to be, uh, but I never could find it. It was very weird. Uh, the pop-up experience is, in other words, they set up a, 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 a replica of the front of Carrie's brownstone where you can have your photo made. Uh, her closet, you can walk through her closet. And at the end, guess what? Uh, there's a Cosmo bar, Cosmopolitan bar. If you're familiar with the show, that was the iconic drink in the first seasons of the show. It's a delicious drink. I still drink it. I don't care anything about Six in the City's drink. I like it. It's a very good drink. Uh, and yeah, it has that reputation now. Every you know, judgy, judgy. We all judge everything anymore that everyone does. But there's a gift shop at the end of the immersive. It's built as an immersive experience where you get to go in. Now I'll tell you this, I watched it all the way through. I liked it. I still own own it on uh, streaming. You know why? Because the show's put me to sleep. Another thing that came out of, of this uh, big conversation and sort of voting on the worst men. Who were the worst men? characters in Sex and the City, and it is all over the map. Who were the best? Who were the worst? Um, watching it like I did, I don't know the particulars of his personal life. I don't, I don't want to know. That's not for me to get into. I liked Big. I vote for Big. Uh, Aiden was okay. John Corbett is a seemingly nice guy and an okay actor. He, his character was not a character I could get into because he was uh, demanding in a way of get married or else uh, I, I I found him to not be uh, that supportive of, of Carrie the, the uh, Sarah Jessica Parker character Carrie Bradshaw uh, one thing that was interesting Carrie uh, Sarah Jessica uh, did not jump into this fray of best worst guy characters she did posted a photo on Instagram of the iconic necklace that says Carrie on it. And what I found interesting in that photo, the box it's in has some has some wear on it. If you were putting it on eBay, you'd have to say, mm, box shows wear. But it says Mervyn's on, on it, like uh, at the, in, in the lid of the box, it says Mervyn's, and that was a store. I th I'm pretty sure that was purchased by Kohl's. Mervyn's, I'm pretty sure, used to be, uh, Coles used to be Mervyn's, and it it was a very middle of the road uh, kind of uh, kind of store, and so I guess that's where that necklace came from. I love that. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, 
I have no interest in these sequels at all. I, I left it when the show ended. That was that. Uh, and like I said, I do want it to go to sleep by because it's, it's, it's pretty interesting to go to sleep by. One of my other favorite, absolute favorite guy characters on the show because he was handsome and he seemed like a, a pretty cool guy and he was the boyfriend to Samantha Jones, Kim Cattrall's character. Loved Samantha. Uh, Smith Jared. Smith. Uh, who was the absolute vodka guy. <laughs> uh, she changed his name and made him a star. And I loved the way they wrote his character. And uh, I, I think they did an injustice to some of the ways they wrote Kim Cattrall's character um, through, the, through the years because of her popularity. Now let's talk a little bit about the 50th anniversary. Today marks the 50th point of the... Triple Crown win for a heart horse named Big Red. Now, the the name that this horse raced on raced under was Secretariat. That horse, one of the races, won the the crown by 31 lengths. 31 lengths, if you know anything at all about horse racing. Secretariat, Big Red still holds all three triple crown records still 50 years later was that horse is considered by many that are way more knowledgeable than I am to be the greatest race horse of all time now I will tell you I love the movie. I know the movie is not absolute fact. It is based, like many of these shows, on truth. Uh, I watched it a couple of times. It's been a long time since I watched it. But I shared those secretariat years with my dad, the big red years, watching those, the, the, um, the all three races, uh, knowing, watching the up and coming Secretariat. The the Triple Crown is the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont. And I watched all of those with my father. We shared in that. So now when I watch the when I have watched the movie, I cry. I cry because watching the film footage of this magnificent animal winning those races, it's emotional. It's very touching because just the, the, the race aside as the owner the, who was a woman, by the way, uh, said, let him run, let him run. When he was being trained, just don't hold it back, let him run. And and they did. Boy, did they uh, let him run. So it's emotional on that level of just the magnificence of this animal, but also the memory of sharing that excitement and jumping up in the living room and cheering this horse on and the excitement. Just, just my dad and I, just the two of us. And... Uh, the the horse lived to be 19. Um, the horse was born in 1970 and was put down after siring over 600 uh, foals. And the, the reason for it is very sad in a way because it was a hoof disease and the, the horse should have lived longer. Uh, but this uh, very painful, incurable hoof disease of the soft tissue of the hoof is what ultimately 
caused them to, to have to put down this magnificent creature. But uh, the, the first generation uh, spawn of this horse, I think there may be only one or two left, but the line goes on and on and on and on. And he was uh, put out to stud pretty quickly, really, um, after he made all of these record-breaking races, still holes. Um, so, 50th anniversary today, today, today's the day, the first time for for um, Secretariat to break the record, the, the Triple Crown win happened today, 50 years ago. Amazing, amazing. If you don't know about this magnificent red horse, whose who's name used by, by everyone was Big Red. Look it up. It's a gorgeous animal. Um, I want to leave you with a couple things on this Friday. Uh, one is very simple. Be with people who are good for your soul. That's simple enough, right? If you want to know more, by the way, about, uh, about the Six in the City immersive thing, it's kind of interesting. You can look that up, too. Just look it up. There's this little book uh, that we have, where we have held in our our library. Uh, doesn't really belong to us, but it's a it's the coolest little small book. And why I like that so much, I think most things that are profound about life are are pretty short and sweet about how to how to live your life, how to pretty much live by the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Uh, just things like that. Very simple. Just be a decent person. <laughs> be a decent person to others. Uh, so this this book is really small. Uh, it's called Be Happy. That's the name of it. A little book for a happy you and a better world. It's by a woman named Monica Sheehan. And she wrote this for Jack, and I don't know who Jack is. It's not really explained to me, but this is published by the Children's Division. Uh, why it's in the Children's Division, I don't know, of the Publishing Division of Simon & Schuster, because it's really good for adults, and it's, it's something that uh, you could read every morning or every night. Just read it through really quickly. I'm just going to read you a couple of things from it. The illustrations are very simple. It's like the happiest dog you've ever seen in your life. Dancing, singing, and that's what it says. Sing and dance a little to be happy. Draw and paint a little. Make friends. I like this one very much. And it's something I have sort of lived my life by just from a very young age. Share what you have. Sharing. I was the youngest, and so many people's relatives throughout my life pointed to me as being spoiled. And that's really not true because I, to this day, am about sharing, sharing with others. And I think that's important. This is hugely important in adult life, in children's life. doesn't really matter your age. Don't compare yourself with others. And I think this is so important right now because of the, the unreal posts that are out there, the way people filter what's going on in their life. They don't necessarily share 
the imperfections. And that's okay, because do we really want to know? Is it really our business? No, it really isn't. But it, I think it, on one level, I believe, it causes people to compare yourself with others. It's like, oh, man, you know, they got it going on. Well, maybe they do in that one way. But trust me, on the other side, there's stuff going on. You know, it's like, what do I make for dinner again for the umpteenth time? And, and I don't really want to. <laughs> do I really want to do the laundry? I mean, and I'm just using those as, as you know, kind of one-off uh, examples. But there's always stuff going on in people's life. This I like very much, too. Be the best you. And Y-O-U is in all caps. And I think that's important. Be helpful. Be helpful. There's so many opportunities to be helpful within your own four walls, as it were, or out there. Out there in the, uh, maybe you can't change a tire for someone you pass that has a flat. Probably would if you could, but maybe you can't. I couldn't. I'd have to call AAA for them or roadside assistance in some way. But you can be helpful. When you're in a store and someone drops something, pick it up for them. Let someone go in front of you when they have only one item. I read kind of a taggy thing that someone did. And they weren't proud of it, but they were admitting they did it. They were, this was an elderly woman, she was in her 80s, and she said she was in a fast food line, and a young girl behind her kept honking at her because she was taking too long to order, and the woman, the young girl was making gestures and, you know, leaning out the window and saying, hurry up, and just being obnoxious, and the woman said she was going as fast as she could, but it just took her time to decide what she wanted, and haven't we all been there? I have. It's like, oh... I know I'm in the drive-thru and I should be fast, but, oh, they have a new menu. Oh, I haven't seen these items. Let me think a minute. Just a minute. I mean, it's just 30 extra seconds, perhaps. So anyway, the woman drives on up to the pay window, and she pays for hers and the girl behind her. Gets the receipts, goes to the pickup window. Yeah, you see where I'm going with this? She takes both orders. So forcing the young, impatient girl to have to go back around and start all over again. She's like, and, and the woman said, don't honk and gesture rudely at old people. Well, fair enough, fair enough. But I'm a big believer in karma. I'm a big believer in that. And what the older woman did just wasn't right. It wasn't, yeah, maybe the it would teach the girl a lesson, but perhaps paying for the for the girl because the girl when she found out when she drove to the pay window that the woman in front of her had paid for her order as well she leaned out the window and said oh thank you and it totally changed her tune was the lesson already learned I, I don't know but I when I read that I thought that's that's not the way to be karma karma let her have her food and maybe just next time just maybe she won't be so rude to someone anywhere. So be helpful. Be curious. That's important. And be brave. I'm going to leave you with that one because being brave encompasses so much in our lives. There's so much to be brave about. We have so many opportunities 
to be brave. And being brave can be a challenge and it can be difficult for us. So that's what I'm going to leave you with today in the way of being inspired. This little book, Be Happy. Buy it. Keep it. I don't care what your age is because it's this wonderful little book. Again, it's 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 on loan here. It's, it's here in our library, uh, not really belonging to us, but I'm taking partial ownership. Uh, I'm at least taking love of it. So um, don't forget to look up Gary. I will always tell you these things. You need to listen all the way to the end because sometimes, just sometimes I tack on things at the end that I forgot to say. Not always. Uh, all Things Cruise, Splash Magazine Worldwide, NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Check us out. These podcasts are always available to you. They're free. Everything I do is free to you. Absolutely free. All you have to do is just listen in. That's it. That's all I ask you to do. Just join me. Join me. And I appreciate that. I'm available on 20 platforms. I saw it. I, <laughs> iPhone, Amazon. I was trying to <laughs> blend those together. Uh, yeah, 20 platforms. I'll leave it at that. Ah. Um, okay, have a great weekend. This is Friday when I'm doing this. Don't forget my books on Amazon. And I hope you will look up Secretariat, if you don't know that horse. Honor that beautiful horse on this 50th anniversary of winning the Triple Crown. Thank you so much. I appreciate you wherever you are all over the world. I see the map. And I know you are all over the world. Thank you for joining me. I'm Pam Barker. GG in the 561. Stay with me.